Way back in 2000, I worked at a company in Orlando, Florida, and I worked for the Speaker of the Florida House named Tom Feeney. It was before the machines. He came and requested a prototype for voting machines. And part of the prototype, not just the voting machine, but they wanted to know if you could insert code that would allow someone to basically flip the results and select who the winner was going to be. Any coders in here? You guys know you can do any of that, right? There is nothing you can't do with a computer. You own the system. You own the world. Whatever you want to do, you do. Nothing exists without you. No logs automatically appear. No ballot images jump up. If you don't write it, it doesn't happen. So I wrote it, hand it to them, along with an explanation of why you could never use computers to count elections, because you can never trust them. It's impossible to secure them. Impossible. Because if you can't see the count and there's no way to check it, you just have to have faith and there's nothing, no reason to have faith. There's too much at stake to risk your democracy on something that you can never see and never trust, which is where we are now. Okay. So I'm a Democrat, been working with the Democrats for forever on it, and they were all on board. And then along came Trump who finally wanted to address it and the Republicans got on board. So that's good, right? You got the Democrats on board and then the Republicans on board. But what happens? As soon as the Republicans on board, the Democrats jump ship. Now, even though nothing's changed for all these elections that we've been fighting against, suddenly we had the safest and most secure election in the history of the entire universe. Even though nothing changed, nothing, right? 2016, it was a terrible mess. Investigations, problems everywhere, all sorts of reports, terrible mess. 2020, same system, no fixes, no repairs, and it is the best in the world. Yeah. Is that stupid or what? <laughs> it's just stupid. The reason that we have to fix these, how many people think the elections are any good? Anybody? Nobody? Well, that's probably true. Why would you be here if you did, right? So I don't have to show you why or tell you why. If you're a coder, you already know you can make anything happen you want to happen. You know that there's access to everywhere. You know that there's back doors in every software. I wrote software for NASA, DOT, DOD, everybody. And I never written code and never seen code written that didn't have a back door into it because you have to have those because if your user does something stupid and locks himself out, you have to get in and fix it. And if he does something really stupid, like delete an administrative table, it has to have a way in without actually a way in. So a true back door. I'm sure that's in every program, in every chip, everything. I'm sure China is smart enough to put a back door in its chips because I would if I were building them, wouldn't you? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like a gimme. So basically, I've been working on this for forever. You've got all this information knowing it's bad. Um, but now we're sold the idea that you can't possibly have your elections back. You must trust these machines, right? Because it's too slow to count them by hand. It costs too much to count them by hand. Is that me or you? And it's inaccurate, terribly inaccurate. All that is bunk. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. I actually put together a system with Texas First. We actually tested it over there in... Uh, in Dallas, and we test in Montana, and essentially it proved that all of that is just wrong. It's cheaper than the machines. It can be trusted when the machines cannot, and the accuracy is 100%. 
and everyone would be able to watch every ballot and see every count, which is the problem is you can't see what's going on the machine. Now, to do that, you have the little counters, right? Uh, you've seen the little counters. And a lot of people say, well, that's still a machine. And it is. It is a machine. Can it be hacked? Every machine can be hacked. Your toaster could turn on you tomorrow. You don't know. It could happen. <laughs> if air conditioner. If someone wants to make your toaster burn your toast and they want to take the time to do it, they can do it. Okay. So it is a machine. The key with that machine over the machines they have is the little calculator things don't count any votes. They don't do anything that doesn't have a button pushed on it. Okay. Because we're in a hurry and we have a whole bunch of percent, we're going to do the demo of the thing at the end about nine o'clock. So anybody who wants to stay can actually do it. We'll do a count. You see how easy it is. You see how it works. And if we get enough people who want to do it, I'm pretty sure that we can push it through and you can actually have elections that you can count, that you can trust, and that you will actually be able to watch over and over and over again if you're really bored. And it's kind of boring, you know. <laughs> but if you're a candidate and you lost by two votes, you're going to watch every precinct count. And then your mom's going to watch it too. And if you find those two votes by some miracle, you're going to tell somebody and it can be fixed. Right now, it would cost you, you know, an arm and a leg just to even look at it and court battles and everything else. I do election law now. I used to be a programmer. But, you know, when you become a whistleblower, your programming career really isn't that uh, that good. For some reason, companies don't like programmers that necessarily will tell the truth. I don't know why, you know, these companies are so honorable, which is a weird thing that I was at. A, I was in Montana and we were testifying on a hand count procedure, right? And who was there trying to block the hand count procedure? Common Cause, which used to be a proponent of it, and the ACLU. The ACLU, they're saying how it's a terrible thing and how it's going to disenfranchise voters by hand counting their ballots. And I'm thinking, what world am I in now? <laughs> And so everything's a little topsy-turvy, but we can get it back if we can make sure that everything is fair, everything can be seen, and everything can be done, right? Piece of cake. Show the video of the little thing we did in Montana. It's kind of a quickie version. In case you can't stick around till nine. Dog. Cat. You can read Dog. the ballot. You can see it. Cat. I'm not hearing it, but it actually has audio, Dog. so you can actually see them when they count. That's sped up. They're not really moving that fast, by the way. Okay, so they work. Dog. 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 Yeah. 100 ballots in a race, two minutes and 34 seconds. Now, with Texas First, we actually learned that 50 ballots was better because if you do make a mistake, you don't have to count as many. Then you're down to like a minute something. So, because what you see here is when you have your totals, 5149, you can then look at the totals and you will know if you counted it correctly. Not just video, but you would know right there that you didn't miss a button or something. Because if that comes out 5150, guess what you get to do? You get to count it again because you messed up somewhere, right? So, it's really that simple. Any questions before I go? I have like, I'm supposed to be off here at 720. I don't know what time it is, but. Folks, if you have questions, come back to the microphone here, please. For the benefit of the Zoom folks. <laughs> They're going to make you work for it. I think you're actually supposed to hurdle it. I don't think you're supposed like, to go around it. I've heard the argument from folks that are against uh, manual vote counting that in a place like Harris County, when you have a ballot that's as long as ours, you can't possibly count all of them manually. You can. You absolutely can. All it is, is you're counting in pairs. If you have enough 
people to do your counting, enough machines. I All you have to do is do the math. You can do 100, that you can do 102 minutes, 30 seconds, which averages at four minutes, okay? Four minutes, you can do a more relaxed count, you know, kind of chill out. So you do 100 in four minutes. You take that by the number of pairs, not the number of races, because there might be four people in a race, which means you have to count that race twice because you have pair sets. So first you count the first two, and then you count the second two. And there's also other little slots on the new one, which counts over-unders. So you know your over-unders, which allows you to balance it because you want to balance it so you need to count it right. And some states want over-unders and other states don't, which is kind of weird. So, but either way, it does that. So all you do is you have to have enough. I mean, we've seen the ones with your like 79 judges running. Right. You know, first of all, you might not want to do that because who actually votes all those? Right. You know, I just looked at the bell and go, I have to vote for 80 people I've never heard of in my life. You know, I wonder how many people don't bother. <laughs> but you can and you should. And all you got to do is put those sets out there, line them up, and it just boom, 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 boom. So to do Harris County would take 20 units and it would take 20 units, three hours. In three hours, you would know every vote and be able to see every vote in Harris County at each precinct and know exactly what the total was. So think closes at 7 at night. What? At 5 before midnight, you know what you're... Louder, I'm deaf. <laughs> it closes at 7 p.m. at night before midnight, you know... You're home by 10 and you'll know who it is and you'll have the ballots on there. Now, it doesn't help to hack it because let's say that you hack that machine. I could hack that machine, right? I can hack your toaster if you want me to, but I could hack that machine and make it count extra. But that means that the two people sitting there have to be drunk because they're not noticing that their errors are climbing up. They have to be unable to add to 50 when they're done because it's not going to balance anymore. And then even if you hack the machine, you still have a video that you also have to hack and you have to have a paper to total that is stuck on the door. So it becomes completely unhappy. If you do manage to get all those 50 people together for your conspiracy to steal a vote, you're going to steal one two hundredth of the election ballot. So almost nothing. So the cost and the benefit is way out of kilter. It makes it really hard to do it. Yes, ma'am. Am I at 720? Because I don't want them to kick me in the head. <laughs> I think you got answer of election integrity because the hand count is totally transparent and it's one by one. If you stand in line, come to vote people come in one by one we can count one by one otherwise the election is a magic show those play the magic show is a dark box whatever going to the dark box we never know and they take thousand people to figure out stop it right absolutely and it's important the big part of that whether you use the calculators or whether you use a pencil i like the calculator more because they have a nice big thing on the screen that you can see you could also just use a pencil and paper and do it. But the problem with the pencil and paper method is that people by, you know, after about 30 minutes, you start hanging over your paper and you start writing a little funny. If you ever watch the French count their votes, the French actually count their votes by hand and they do it televised. Very nice, right? Except by, after about an hour, you can't watch it anymore because everybody's hanging over their paper doing their marks and you can't see them anymore. And for some reason, no one notices you need to like put a bar in front of them or something. But the calculators is much easier because you can put a camera in there that you that doesn't happen 
but you can count every vote. You can see every vote, but the cameras are the key because without the cameras, no matter what system you have, even if it's perfect, people won't trust you any more than you trust them. So you got to give them a hundred percent verifiable something that they can look at themselves. And I'm not saying they will. I'm pretty sure you're not going to watch a presidential election every ballot, are you? <laughs> okay, he might, but most people won't. But the fact that you can makes all the difference in the world. And people, every place, you know, in your precinct, you might watch everything in your precinct. And if the next precinct guy does it, the next precinct, every vote is watched, not just counted, but confirmed. And of course, you give them a certain amount of time to, you know, write in and go, well, uh, you know, one minute and 27 seconds, they counted it wrong, you know, and they could fix it. Any other questions? You can't have a question. I talk yeah, to you all the time. I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> um, just a couple of things. Uh, I think you said this, but I would just emphasize is that after you get through this hand count at the precinct that night, you're going to post the results on the door of the precinct. And there it's going to be for the public to see. There's no shenanigans matched to the county, matched to the Secretary of State, which we all know doesn't match now. So that is another beautiful thing about this. And, and another key here is that you don't want to have votes counted early. So your early voting and your mail-in ballots should all get boxed up and be counted in the precinct. So no one knows anything early. The supervisor of elections isn't over there redoing the ballots like we do in Florida. You know, when they come in, the mail and they're crooked, they will not go through the machines. Because if you wad up a ballot on a hand count, you can still read it, right? If a machine finds a crease, it will jam. So it has to be flattened out, ironed, I mean, the whole nine yards. But the problem, like in Broward County, we actually had um, a whistleblower come forward. And in Broward County, they had a little room that sat there and filled out the ballots the way they wanted to. And then when they got one in the mail, for you know, efficiency sake, they just throw away and put in their own. So that's very efficient because nice and flat, you know how you're voted. So you just take an old voter away and throw him under the bus and put in your own vote. It's impossible to stop that unless you don't let them touch the ballots ahead of time. If you make them take it over the precinct where it's all in view, all on camera and all counted at one time, there's nothing they can do to play with it. Not that all of them are dishonest, but you'd be surprised the number I found that have been. I mean, I'm amazed. In Montana, they were actually shredding ballots during the voting process. It was insane. And they didn't know that they were on camera when they did it because the camera was up there and they had blocked it out. But they left this little crack along the top where they hadn't got the wall tall enough and actually caught her in there, you know, shredding ballots. Waiting until the sheriff left the room, though, before he went to the bathroom and they shut all the bathrooms. They were done by the time he got back. Of course, you know what happens to people who do that, right? Nothing. I'm saying nothing happens to them. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How do we know that everybody who's counting in that room are trustworthy? How do we know for a fact that you can't break your system? You don't, but you have to get you have to get both people to cheat, and they have to be willing to cheat on camera. <laughs> I think that we can provide that in certain places in Texas. So. And as far as getting enough people, is that the right. question? Okay, enough well, people is easy. That, but also in Texas, you can always have the amount, same amount of Democrats as, as Republicans. And we already know that there are a number of that other side that have blanketed it and they've got a system. And how are you going to break into those systems and make sure that it's equal and fair and that nobody is cheating? Because, well, I, mean, I mean, we don't trust anything right now. Like so. I said, they have to cheat on public. Plus, you have another issue. You have Democrats and Republicans, right? Well, in some areas, you can't throw a rock and find a Democrat. 
Okay. They don't exist in Texas, in some counties. In another particular county, like I think this one, you've got more Democrats than Republicans, correct? So you have this, this switch, but you don't have to use, you don't have to have volunteers necessarily. I would suggest that you use the same system that you use for jury selection, where you have people that are kind of drafted to come in. I know I would much rather push a button for an hour than have to go to jury duty and not know how long you're there and what you're going to be doing. And if you get to go home that day and the whole nine yards. Now, they couldn't take me. They don't take me for jury anyway, so it doesn't really matter because I'm deaf, so I can't hear what's going on. And besides that, I'm a lawyer. And the last thing you want on a jury is a lawyer. <laughs> you don't want them judging your case because they're going to do a lot worse on you. But if you draft them, I think you'll get a better mix because when you get people in that volunteer, there's a reason they're volunteering for elections. They care about politics. Yeah. Are you going to get a better selection of people that care about politics or that people who don't really care and they're there because they're supposed to push a button? Would you want a jury of volunteers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One way or the other, you got a problem. <laughs> figure out how do we keep from figuring out a system to cheat? And they're on video. It has to balance. Well, yeah, but you know, sometimes those videos just stop working. You know, they lose power in the middle of the again. night. If your video fails, count again. Because you're counting in batches of fifty. And how long does it take to catch a batch of fifty? Two minutes. So if you have a batch that's gone bad, you will be forced to spend an additional two minutes to fix it. And that's all it takes. Okay, answer. I, I, I'm kind of your I'm kind of your <laughs> question. Why you have so many precincts working together and counting at the same time? It is very hard to change to the final result because every precinct is under the camera. They're doing the same thing and then they have their own number. It's really hard for the central population center to switch the number like a thousand at a time. So that is very good. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be able to change it. If they changed it, somebody would be paying attention. The guy who lost would be paying attention. You know, if he sits and he watches this, he sees the results come in and he won by 100. And then the central, you know, the central company, which wouldn't actually doing the tallying, they'd just be adding numbers together, has it backwards. I'm pretty sure someone would let them know. Don't you think? If I lost, I'd let them know. <laughs> and I've got video evidence to prove they're wrong. So find the case you can win because all the laws right now are written against election investigations. Have you know they're not? Yes. Been doing election law for a decade and you never win. Never. If you're trying to get a new election, doesn't happen. A few things reopened, a few things done. You can make a point for the next one, but your odds in winning are next to nothing. I've got a question. Yes, sir. Do you have any idea how the French people were able to be convinced not to use computers? How did they, how did they get convinced? Yeah, um, I mean, because people are so quick I to just want to go with computers these days, but somehow over in France, they were able to keep them from falling into this trap that we've fallen into in America. Well, back in 2000, 2004, I was working with all these other countries because they were coming. They had the same problems where they didn't trust the election. The numbers weren't right. The Italians sent somebody over. The Germans sent somebody over. Everybody was talking to me. And when then they just threw them out. They said, we're not going to use them. They're not going to work right. Um, in 2016, the Netherlands called and because they had the Russians were hacking into their system. The Russians, for anybody who doesn't know this, the Russians always hack into everybody's system. <laughs> and so did the Chinese and the French and us. That's what you do, right? 
if we can go into somebody's election and pick the guy we want, do you think we're not going to do it? You know, it's just simple. So they were hacking into the Netherlands system and a terrible thing happened. The public found out. As long as the public doesn't know, it doesn't matter, right? It didn't really exist. Public found out. So they were in a tizzy and they called me up. They said, they're in our machines. How do we keep them out? What can we do to protect our machines? And I said, you, you find a box that fits real tightly around the machine. You tape it good. And then you throw it in the ocean because they want in, they're in, you know. You aren't getting out. That's being smart. Like, but they did just that. They actually got rid of them with six months before their election and went to a hand count. 17 million people counted it one night and they never looked back. They never went back to machines again. It was easy. It was quick. And everybody knew it was valid. So they don't have video yet, but I'll work on that. <laughs> Germans did the same thing. The Italians did it. What was that? Yep. I uh, got to contact my Mexico. They had a whole thing. At, but instead of, huh? yep, absolutely. It always does. It. But in Mexico, instead of them actually getting rid of the machines, they got rid of the people that were investigating getting rid of the machines. Slightly different. So they still use them down there. <laughs> Am I out of time? I'm out of here then. Okay. We appreciate your time spent on this presentation because your vote is your voice. It does not matter if you are a Republican, Democrat, or independent because this is not a partisan issue, but an important call to action for all Americans. Countries like France, Germany, the Netherlands, and Italy recently woke up, recognized the real threat of electronic vote manipulation by socialist and Marxist who took over other countries without firing a shot, simply by placing pre-selected sympathizers in political offices and mainly against the will of the people. Fearing the loss of their sovereignty, these countries set aside their political parties, came together, and made it a national priority to abandon their electronic voting systems and switch back to hand-marked and hand-counted paper ballots. This effort was accomplished in a matter of months. Now, win or lose, all candidates can trust the hand count is accurate, transparent, and the true will of the people. It's time for America to wake up and do the same. Unfortunately, in other countries like Brazil, Guatemala, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, the people failed to recognize the threat of using electronic voting systems which allowed pre-selected socialist leaders and dictators to come to power. Now, the will and the freedom of the citizens is permanently suppressed in those countries. Would it surprise you to know that many of the same vulnerable electronic voting systems used in those fallen countries also have a major role in many elections in the United States? If you found this information valuable, we challenge you to help wake up your fellow American citizens and share this information with a minimum of 10 people through text, email, and social media, and even with an old-fashioned phone call, or even face-to-face. -face. We, and future freedom-loving American generations, thank you in advance for answering this call to action.